Today, we're going to touch a little bit more into a part of family life. Hi, everyone. This is Rev Brad. Last Wednesday was a sad occasion in our household. Our dog, Reverend, passed away. So just a gentle warning. If you're a dog lover, if you don't want to hear a story that has a little bit of sadness, you might want to skip today's episode. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made a miss, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're in the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Reverend Hunter Kenny. That's what the girls decided to name our new golden retriever puppy. Born on Thanksgiving Day 2012, we brought him home in early January 2013. We had been in our new home for just a few days, and we had this new pup with his floppy ears and paws that seemed to be too big for his body. Well, his nickname soon became Rev. Now, we initially were undecided about the name. Hunter was the top pick. Reverend was up there and a few other ones. But I remember I went away on a trip, and when I returned, the girls had taken a vote and decided to name him Reverend, with Hunter as his middle name. Now, I don't know if they missed me or had pity on me because I had picked the name Reverend, but it was a perfect name. I used to say that Reverend had some praying to do whenever he made a mess in the house or was naughty in those early days of puppy training, but he was a good dog. Rev coming into our home and into our lives as a family really was because of my oldest daughter, Brianna. She saved every little bit of money she could for a dog. And she talked Nana and Popper six ways to Sunday about how she wanted a puppy dog so bad, and she would be sad until she got one. Well, I think Mom and I contributed a little bit, but it really was my daughter Brianna who saved her money and paid for Rev. And the smile on her face the day we picked him up was priceless. As time went on, Rev took on a lot of nicknames. Uh, Just a few of them were like Revy. Bo, uh, Bow Wow, Beast. The girls and I, I remember, we'd play a game where we kept Reverend in the laundry room. And I would run around the house chasing, grabbing the girls, putting them into quote-unquote prison. Once I had them on the couch, they couldn't leave unless a free person tagged them. And when they were down to the last girl, she could release the beast. And that dog who had been barking and scratching at the door, just wanting to play and be let out, he would bolt out and chase me around the house, usually letting the girls all have a jailbreak moment. Well, Rev was a faithful dog, and he was a wonderful retriever. Early on, I taught him to fetch my disc golf discs. I spent countless hours in the back open space behind our home, throwing disc after disc, and he would chase after it and fetch it. Some of you have been to my home, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I often thought his heart might burst because he never wanted to stop or slow down. He would chase those things for what seemed like a country mile and come running back, rip-roaring ready to go for another one. As I reflect now, too, you know, there was a cathartic way that those post-work moments with Rev in the back would often go. I remember coming home with sometimes a great weight or heaviness from so many different things. Dysfunction in the workplace grief and loss that I was helping people go through, that I was experiencing myself, and much, much more. 
I would throw that disc with such force and distance. It was almost as if I was trying to cleanse myself or rid myself of all the junk that had gone on for the day. And there would be Rev. He would go, get the disc, and bring it back so I could release more of that heartache and poison and toxin. Well, today on the podcast, I wanted to ask one of my girls to be a special guest and share some of their memories that they had about Reverend. And so what I've got for you next is a little recording of a conversation that I had with one of my daughters, Danielle. Danielle, thanks for being here. Can you introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, I am Danielle, and I am nine years old, and I am in fourth grade. Danielle, what do you like to do? As a fourth grader, what's your favorite activity or thing to do? I like to go to play practice and do soccer. Oh, wow. That's great. And so you, here you are on our podcast from the Touchline, which is soccer-related. That's really cool. Uh, what else do you like to do? Mm, play with my sisters. Yeah? Do you guys have a favorite game to play? Mm, no. No? No we favorite don't. game? Okay. Well, Danielle, it was nearly a week ago that Reverend passed away. And uh, tell me a little bit about Reverend. What did you, did you have any favorite memories or things you like to do with him? Uh, I like to make movies with him. Yeah? What kind of movies would you make? Um, ones about him getting lost. Really? And how did it end up? How did the movie end up? Uh, he died at the end. <laughs> he died at the end. Oh, well, that, that must have made last week kind of hard, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you have any other favorite games that you like to play with Reverend or memories that you have of Reverend? Uh, I like to throw the frisbee for him. Yeah, well, that was one of his favorite things, wasn't it? Yes. Would he, would he ever play any other games with you, like, or would he just play frisbee? He would just play that frisbee. Yeah, I, I kind of remember that if, unless his frisbee was like out of sight, or sometimes we'd have to throw it on the roof. Otherwise, that's all he wanted to do. He wouldn't play any other games with us, would he? Oh. Yes. Um, what about his toys? Did you Were there any favorite toys that you had that you would play other than his frisbee that you'd um, play He had his little hedgehog. Yeah, what was the hedgehog's name? Um... It was Humphrey. Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey the Hedgehog. He loved that thing, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did. Well, Danielle, you know, if you want to talk about this a little bit, I, I was just wondering, how did it feel for you that night? You know, when you, you came home from school and you saw Reverend, was that, was that pretty tough for you? Yes. What? What kind of memories or things do you do you have of that night that that maybe you say were helpful or were hard? Was it hard to to go with Daddy and Brianna to the to the place and and take Reverend's body? Was that hard? Not really. No. What what made it not hard? Because I gotta say goodbye to him one last time. What was helpful about that uh, about that night, that time? Was it helpful to have family all around? And... Yes. Yeah. I remember, too, one of my memories I have is that you, you took some hair from Reverend as a memory. Was that helpful? Mm-hmm. 
Where, where do you have that, that uh, little memento now? Is in my room. It's in your room? Yeah. Do you look at it from time to time? Yes. Yeah, what, what do you think about when you look at it? Um, him. Well, one last question, Danielle. And, and Daddy was kind of thinking about this, but I was thinking about, and I'll talk a little bit later here in a minute, about the different things that I, that I feel like are part of God's fingerprint when he made a dog like Reverend. Um, like, for example, golden retrievers are pretty loyal dogs. And sometimes when I would think of Reverend and I think of God, I think of God's loyalty, his faithfulness. But I just wonder, is there anything that you, being nine years old, is there anything that you think of when you think of Reverend that reminds you about something about God? Um, yes, it does, kind of. Yeah, what, is there anything specific that reminds um, you? Um, no. No? Okay. Just some general things? Yes. Awesome. Well, Danielle, thanks. I know this wasn't really easy to talk about Reverend, but thanks for coming and sharing a little bit with us today. All right? I love you. Love you too. Danielle is so precious and so brave to do the little interview with Daddy. Well, now I want to connect what we're talking about here with faith. Yes, we loved Rev. He was our family pet, our first family dog as it was. But there are some key elements to faith that I think we ought to consider as well. Now first, while I might say Rev was a good dog, it's important to consider what God thinks about Rev, or maybe even your pet for that matter. We read in Genesis 1 the account of God creating. And just before his ultimate creation of man and woman, we read this. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds. Livestock, creatures that move along the ground and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Genesis 1, 24-25 We see from the very beginning creatures that move along the ground, and, and this includes dogs. Dogs are created by God and declared by God as good. When you look at your dog or your pet, there is something within that animal that is a part of the creation, part of the imagination, part of the nature and character of God, and it is good. In the same way that an artist's characteristics are inherent within a painting, a piece of artwork or design, so too we can see evidence of God within the pieces of creation, and this includes our pets. The parts of Rev that remind me of God include things like his loyalty and his faithfulness, his service, his protection, his companionship, and the delight and joy that Rev had and that he shared with us as a family. I think all of those things are a glimpse. They're a small echo. They're, they're part of something of God. There's more that might be said or shared from the pages of scripture regarding animals, which includes pets, but suffice it to say that animals at the most basic of levels show us something of the character and nature of God. They are part of the handiwork of God's creation and they reveal something of him to us. A second thought is this, and it comes to us from history. 
Throughout the history of the church, there have been many who have seen and understood the importance of animals as part of God's creation, as part of our families, as part of our livelihood even. Some of those who have famously encouraged good stewardship of animals include the likes of St. Francis of Assisi and St. Bridget of Kildare. These were holy men and women of God who reflected on the place and nature of animals in the life of a Christian person. Some animals had more functional and practical uses. A farmer, for example, has a need for oxen, for chickens, for cows, and you could probably think of other examples. These animals, especially before the industrial age, were key to the life and livelihood of people, and still are today. A third thought is this, and I think it's needed because it provides some balance. I know not everyone is an animal lover, and truthfully, family pets and domesticated animals are more prevalent in developed nations. To have a pet is a luxury. And there's a tension that exists for Christian people as we consider our pets in light and in contrast with the other things going on in our lives and in our world. There's an important balance to be struck in the value of our pets and the other things that are crucial in our faith walk with God. In the Bible, James 1.27, we read this, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless as this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. You see, we mustn't lose sight of our priorities. There are things that are more important to God and ought to be more important to us over and beyond our pets and other similar animals. The welfare for people, for example, I think the life and care of a person is much more important to God. But I do believe that we can live out a faithful witness for God and still be good stewards of His creation, including our pets. In fact, the first task given to humanity included the naming of different animals. Dominion was given over the earth. God's intent and purpose was for humankind to exert authority and good stewardship over the land and over the animals. And we are called, even to this day, to take care of God's creation. That command has not gone away. Well, today I want to thank you for listening to a bit of my story and our family story of our family dog named Reverend. Certainly, we're sad at his loss and we'll miss having him be part of our family. If you've had a pet or lost a pet before, I hope you've been encouraged today, perhaps a bit more enlightened toward our responsibility towards God's creation, including pets. Remember that we are to put our care and attention more toward people, but our stewardship and dominion in the earth includes the animals that God lovingly made and created for our pleasure and for His. As we go, I want to share with you a blessing that I've written in the spirit of St. Bridget of Ireland. She would often say a prayer over the different animals under her care. I'd encourage you to check out a small book by Ray Simpson entitled Celtic Blessings, Prayers for Everyday Life. You can find a blessing for pets on page 114, and I've hyperlinked the book in our notes for the liner notes for this podcast. There's also a wonderful hymn and song from the 17th century, called All Things Bright and Beautiful. These things have been part of the inspiration for this blessing-slash-prayer-slash-poem. Here it is. Lord God, you made them all. All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, and reverend, our family dog. He brought to us joy. He filled our home with laughter. He will live forever in memory. He was a gift from you that we know. For the countless times he chased down a frisbee, 
to the times he would nuzzle and stand guard, for the amazing patience for every ear tug and tail pull. We saw in Rev glimpses of you, Lord God. We saw your goodness and gentleness. We saw your loyalty and faithfulness. We saw your grace and playfulness. We saw and felt it all. And now we've come to say goodbye, knowing that Rev is gone. We pray for your blessing and peace, for the sadness of young hearts yet to have a loss, for the realization that though just a dog, we will carry his memory on. It is part of your grace to us, and you gave him to us for this time. May we carry well our responsibility to fellow man and to creatures you have made. Sweet Creator, we thank you for the joy and pleasure he brought. May our lives, too, bring you pleasure and joy, like that of a newborn playful pup. Amen. This is Rev, praying comfort if you've ever lost a family pet or animal that was special. Coming to you from the Touchline.